a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everyone and welcome back to Not All Bad. I feel like, Paul, I feel like it's been a, a super long time since we last recorded. It, it feels like an eternity, honestly. I mean, March, March, has, March itself has felt like a decade. And, and also, the, so we normally only release every other week anyways. And so normally we would have recorded what, like... I guess two weeks ago. Well, we from recorded now. that last episode uh, very early too. That's so what I was about to say. We recorded that one early, so it's really been like a month, and it's wild how much has changed in the last. Month. I know the <laughs> the whole world is. I feel like completely shifted. So, mm-hmm. um, we're glad to have you here. We hope to provide you a little bit of respite, a little bit of entertainment, as you're mm-hmm. probably stuck at home for an extended period of time. I would recommend. Uh, ordering yourself a drink. Get 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 two margs to go um, from your local Mexican restaurant and have them delivered to your door. That is a complete game changer. I don't think we can go back to. That's one area in which we can't return oh. following <laughs> this crisis. Yeah, I, like I, I'm not, I'm not saying that what's happening is good. But what I am saying. <laughs> Hey, make no mistake. This may be a hot take, but here on Not All Bad, we are anti-global pandemic. Well, we're not we're not afraid to say what what people need to hear, which is the virus is not a good thing. But I <laughs> but I will say, it has made certain regulations have just been thrown out the door, so that now you can get mixed drinks just delivered to your house. It's like now, wait a minute. You mean this could have just been happening this whole time? That is the <laughs> most accessible example of. How this has demonstrated countless policies and rules and societal establishments that are just so clearly worthless and just are around <laughs> yeah. because it's easier to leave them there or more convenient to leave them there than it is to dismantle them like they should be dismantled. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on the subject without <laughs> delving into areas that we don't like to discuss on the podcast. But that that is the most accessible example of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, we, we hope you guys are, are, are staying safe and being healthy out there. This, this whole thing truly sucks. So, um, we're not going to spend a, a great deal of time talking about it today, but it is important to acknowledge that, uh, shit is, shit is breaking bad. It's going down out there. So, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we hope you're cool and we hope that, uh, this podcast maybe helps alleviate an hour of your stress. Um, also, I mean, speaking of, we, we released, uh, about a week ago, um, a bonus episode, which we've never done before. We released a kind of a quarantine bonus episode. Um, if you haven't listened to that, uh, and you're kind of feeling strangely about this entire situation of current events, which you probably should be, um, I recommend giving that a listen. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's this podcast that you're listening to today is kind of, you know, you know, it's our typical show. Um, that last bonus episode is nothing like our typical show, and it's I, I guarantee you it's 100% um, coronavirus-free. There, there's no mention of anything stressful in that entire hour-long episode. We don't even um, reference the fact that society is crumbling around us. So, um, in, in fact, we very specifically lie to you and add bar sounds so that you feel like you're in a bar and away from the virus. Is that, oh, is that where... Okay, I didn't realize you were going to just spill out the entire circumstance well, why I, I don't want i don't want people to think that we just actually went and insisted that a bar stay open and play <laughs> music for us to sit in it and like record that episode. that's fair okay yeah, basically it's paul and i it's it's bad paul, <laughs> the bonus episode is paul and i uh, spending as much time as we can just having a conversation just literally him and i talking we're not ranting we don't do an intro we don't reference the show uh we're just talking and i i put in some fake bar what? background noise and some fake uh country music live country music and uh, just kind of feels like you're sitting there and listening to a conversation between two friends at a bar. And we hope that it makes you feel a little bit better about not being able to go to a bar yourself in real life. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me say it's simultaneously very different from our typical content. Uh, and simultaneously 
almost identical in that it's it's all the same bullshit that you've come to know in life. <laughs> Let me <laughs> we don't it's 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 great and terrible for that reason. It's basically <laughs> like if we took our tangents that usually consume about 75% of our episodes and just made it 100% of an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um speaking of things about the show that have changed since uh the last official episode of not all bad episode 36. Uh this is a, a lot less meaningful now that we're all uh, essentially forced to stay indoors as much as possible. But I put together a playlist um, based on a, a positive rant I had a while back on how uh, excellent it is to drive around with the windows down listening to some good music. Um, which it, it, you can't really do in the winter. It's too cold or the fall. So now that spring is upon us and summer's on the way, I uh, put this playlist together. It's got... Um, like 10 hours of music so far, uh, I think. It, it's got a lot of music. And uh, hmm. it would be great for just driving around and enjoying yourself. There's a, a little bit of everything on there. We got rap, pop, rock, and everything in, be- hmm. everything in between um, country. But uh, you probably can't leave your houses. So, um, <laughs> But that's, that's out there. It's on Spotify. It's called Not All Bad's Cruising Tunes. Not All Bad, apostrophe S, cruising tunes and it's got our our logo for the uh for the uh the image and that's on that's on spotify so if you want some cruising tunes even though you can't do much cruising today there it is and it's available there um and i think you may like it so uh, if you have any suggestions on uh good songs to drive to let me know and i'll add it uh, i'll consider adding it to the playlist hmm. um i I, I wanted to do this really fast paul okay. um because this is something that we've talked about before and uh, I think now is now that we're you know stuck inside and we probably are, are up to these antics more often than we normally would be due to our isolation. I want to I want to introduce a new miniature segment to the okay. show. Um, I don't I don't know if we're gonna do this every time, but but uh, we can do it often because I know this is something that comes up uh, frequently on our podcast. I, I, I'm calling it Tinder Bender. <laughs> and I want to just give us like we have a I don't know if I want to set a hard limit on it. I think eventually I will. Maybe not today. But you I, I want to give each of us a very brief amount of time, a couple minutes to discuss <laughs> our latest adventures uh, via dating apps. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll, I'll kick us off here. Um, I've, I've been an absolute fiend on, on dating apps lately. Just a, a, a real lunatic. I'm just swiping like crazy. I'm just looking for any human connection possible. Um, I'm behaving like a real goblin. <laughs> I'm like I'm like unhinged. I'm just so lonely. Uh, <laughs> there was a somebody matched with me, and I said, uh, "So first of all, I I am imp- it's impossible for me to discuss anything about other than the coronavirus. I, I can't discuss anything other than that." <laughs> So I'm matching with people and I'm like leading off the conversation with, hey, uh, the world is crumbling around us and I have nothing positive or interesting to say. Um, I just want someone to talk to as, as um, I'm stuck alone in my apartment for the foreseeable future. And that's played out um, about as well as you'd expect, maybe a little bit better. Um, then there was a time where, uh, so I've, I'm making those uh, those like stupid ass cooking videos on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, at ZachPack3, if you're interested in following me on Twitter, if you don't already, most of you already do. Um, I'm making more in the future, but on one of those those uh, stupid Twitter videos, I made a grilled cheese, and somebody mm-hmm. matched with me, and like by far, because I have a policy, of, as I've discussed, I only swipe on girls way out of my league, girls that I find objectively extremely hot, and, and, and nothing less. <laughs> so I, I rarely get any matches because I'm only shoot, I'm shooting for the stars. Um, but this like one absolutely stunning girl, by far the most attractive person I've ever matched with on any dating platform, um, responded and she said, "Hey, good looking, what's cooking?" And then I went on this enormous rant about how like <laughs> how I was like, "I really wish I had something positive to say because you're hot and I want to impress you." That's a direct quote. But unfortunately, I really don't have anything going on in my life. I'm stuck in my apartment, and what's cooking is that I just made the best goddamn grilled cheese of my life, <laughs> and I had no response. So I completely what, blew what? that one. Um, but that's uh. my mental state, and that's how I'm treating these dating apps. And uh, it's going uh, neither above nor below my uh, pre-existing national average before this <laughs> crisis began. And I, that's that's my latest and greatest. <laughs> well, let, before I dive into my experiences, let me just say, I 
one of the most infuriating things about dating apps that I've found is that <clears throat> it has made me su- such a like cynical, um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like nothing matters kind of person in the sense that like some of my lamest responses will will get a response and start a conversation. But then there will be some people where I inspiration just hits and I just, I'll type out what I think is the funniest series of messages anyone has ever seen on those apps <laughs> and get no response. It is the most deflating thing. What's like, like, <laughs> I don't know. Not to like toot my own horn here, but it's like objectively, these are funny and like <laughs> clever messages. And you're really going to be like, no, nah, I'm going to go with the guy who like is about to ask for my nudes. Like that's <laughs> come on. <laughs> Wait. So, okay. I, I, oh, oh God, I knew this was risky. Cause we, that's why we have to next time we're setting a hard limit. Cause we can't get into a full discussion. I just, I, I have never been so ballsy to do anything other than like, I just go to their profile. I find something that's interesting. And I say, Oh, uh, tell me about, so someone's question is like, Oh, I, I love stand up. And then I say, tell me about the best stand up you know, because I hate stand up. Try to convince me. That's all I got. I just got like, <laughs> I, I always lead off with something in that pro. I never, I'm never clever. I'm never interesting. It's just, I, I'm doing, I'm trying to do basically the next step beyond just, Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe I should just lean into, cause that's really, I mean, that's not necessarily not what I'm after. I should just start going like, Hey, give me dudes. <laughs> what, <laughs> cause I'm not getting a response anyway. <laughs> I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course, it's a, it's, it's my show. I'm I joking. Don't. <laughs> but no, Paul, I, I don't know if that was your if that was your Tinder bender. But if if it was, no, no, no. I, I was okay. just gonna add. I have I have continued to get like matches, but I've not talked to anyone. Oh, at big all. baller. Okay, well, excuse okay, me, la di da. So, I mean. <laughs> Because specifically on Hinge, there have been people who match with me, and I I look at every single one, but I am just so overwhelmed by the idea of, like, what am I going to do? Be like, let's FaceTime for the next three months? Like, that. Right. that's too much That's too much pressure on me to have things to say. <laughs> and right. so, like, <laughs> I've just... I've just lurked and looked at every profile of someone who's liked me, but not like done anything about it for the last like couple of weeks. All right. What? Well, I mean, that's one way to do it. <laughs> that, that, is that your Tinder bender? I feel like that was a concise. That was a good. That's pretty much it. <laughs> time frame. All right. Um, well, I, I'm I'm gonna really reflect on how long to allow that to last in the future because I think it's funnier when we're forced to just get our thoughts out as fast as possible, no discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. I like that. It's quite a good, uh, a good segment. I'm proud of that one. Um, <laughs> I've got another idea that I don't think I'm going to implement this episode, but there's food for thought. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. With all that out of the way, uh, finally, I'd like to welcome you to episode 37 of not all bad. I'm Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Nessman. Paul and I, uh, were just talking before the show, uh, before we started recording on how, um, First of all, how innocuous the number 37 is, and yet somehow how <laughs> striking we found that number to be, the number of episodes we've done. That seems like, because it's just such a meaningless prime number. Oh, um, is it prime? I didn't, I, didn't even, I didn't even cross my mind. Well, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know of any other uh, combination. Mis- of, Mr. Engineer over here, uh-huh. knowing all his prime numbers. Yeah, I have them all memorized, every single one of them. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, we, we've done well, I think, Paul. I, th- I think we can pat ourselves on the back here. Yeah, I'm pr- proud that a meaningless podcast has somehow lasted this long. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, if this is your first time listening to the Meaningless Podcast, uh, don't trust what the bonus episode was about to let you uh, in on what the show is. Uh, basically, Paul and I are each going to take a turn uh, ranting about something that pissed us off. Then we're going to draw a topic from a hat. And rant about that, and then we're going to end the show each talking about something that made us happy. Um, you can find the show on SoundCloud, uh, Google. It's still on SoundCloud. I, we tried to get off SoundCloud. We didn't yet. Uh, eventually, we're probably going to move in that direction, but it's still on SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Overcast. And uh, yeah, try to leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's been a few weeks, and uh, it'd be great if we got one of those. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at Not All Bad Show, and you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Uh, emailing us will either, uh, it's a good way to either get uh, one of your topic ideas in the hat for us to draw from, 
or uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, which we've got a few guests lined up. And I know a lot of y'all are lonely and bored and just want to talk to somebody. And we'd love to have you on the show. So not all bad show at gmail.com. <laughs> um, I can't even begin to remember who whose well, turn it is today. Did you check? Well, I actually did check. Let wow. me tell you. Uh, last time, well, last real episode, we had a guest and he went first, then I went in the middle, and then you went last in the negative rant. So I believe that makes you first this I time. I believe it does. Yeah. All right, well, I'll kick us off here. Uh, and I'm, I'm not proud to say that this is another... I'm just going to be upfront about it, guys. This is another rant about pee. <laughs> we're, we're back again. I, I can't... I have some sort of fixation. I can't stop talking about peeing. I think it's because um, whenever I go to the bathroom at work... Um, one of the ways, because I've talked about this before, this was another rant. I've gotten over my fear, my sh- my shy bladder syndrome. I used to have an issue where I couldn't pee in front of other people if there are other people in the bathroom. I've gotten mm-hmm. over it. And one of the ways I get over it is I think about other things when I'm going to the bathroom uh, at work because there's a, it's a public restroom. And one of the things I think about often is the podcast. So as I'm reflecting on the podcast while I pee, I end up thinking of what about peeing makes me angry. Um, so that with all that caveat out of the way that really that apology out of the way, um, I like to ask Paul, so no, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, Zach, I, I think I speak for the whole audience here when, when we say there's no need to apologize for your pee. We want more of it as much as you'll give us. (laughs) I'm sure the whole audience is in agreement. Um, but go ahead, Paul, have you ever heard of the phrase shake it three times and you're playing with yourself? Yeah, it's I that just reached deep into my brain. I've not heard that that phrase in years, but I, I have heard that it's it clicked something in my brain. For some reason, it's a, a key lyric in the anthem by uh, Good Charlotte, which is a fantastic song, um, a fantastic pop punk song. No reason why that lyric is in there. That has no it's a complete non sequitur. But regardless, that's why it's on my mind more recently is because uh, <laughs> I like that song. I like that band. Um, so if, if you don't know, which I think all of you are probably greater than 13, so you, I'm sure you do know. Um, but when a person with a penis is done peeing, they have to, well, they don't have to, but because we're all barbaric typically as a rule, uh, we just shake our instrument to really, to just get rid of the last <laughs> drop of pee that's just dangling on the end once we're done urinating. And there's a phrase that used to get passed around. I'm sure it still does, but when you're a lot younger, um, like middle school, maybe earlier, I don't know what the origin of it is, but the phrase is shake it three times and you're playing with yourself. That is to say the cutoff between the amount of times you have to shake your wiener to alleviate yourselves of the last drop of pee is if you do it one or once or twice, that's acceptable. Uh, and then three or greater, um, you've stepped into masturbation territory. With, so this is, by the way, this is such a blue topic for the show. This is way more explicit than we've ever gotten. And <laughs> we, I really we've already uh, said the words penis and masturbation. <laughs> we're, we're all over the place. I really am sorry. But I don't know about you, Paul, and I'm, I hate to put you on the spot like this because I know this is, this is uncomfortable for me to talk about, and that's such a rare feat. I, I, I want, put me on the spot, Zach. What is I, it? Three, three shakes is never adequate for me. And I, do you follow this rule or I, I don't follow it, but it's always on I, my mind. I don't follow it. And frankly, I, I should be more aggressively shaking than I currently do. I've, I've, I, I, this never seemed to be an issue for me for the first couple over two decades of my life. But I somehow feel like in the last few years, I've in my mind shook enough. And then suddenly I, I zip everything up, put everything away. And I've got... There, there's still there's some pee just you get spreading the dribble. Vis- visibly on the crotch of my pants. It's like Paul, what the hell are you doing, Paul? There's, I there's now urine visible, and you're about to walk back into your office. What, you what really, is happening? You really ramped the uh, the like embarrassment level up. This guys, I was never gonna mention that that happens to me too. Never. That but here we are. Way way more often than it should. Like that should be one of those stories that like, oh man, this is so embarrassing. One time the pee like soaked through my underwear and pants. You could see it work. What? This is certainly that, not a unique. Ex- I feel like every man goes through this. And it's like I I feel like frequently. it's like oh man, that happened once. 
like what a shame good thing that like it's like it should be the equivalent of a shit in your pants story like that's like a once a decade like <laughs> oh i shit my pants i'm gonna tell people about this for the next 10 years until it happens again um maybe more maybe that gets the decade thing gets smaller as you get older no but well, <laughs> yeah well and yeah right but I somehow I feel like as I've gotten older, I've been less successful with a clean uh, repackaging of my package, so to speak, and <laughs> it happens far more often than it should. You know that how, I have visible urine. <laughs> you know how um, I talked. So one of my many prior rants on peeing was over short <laughs> urinals, and I discussed yeah. the point where. Like if you if you ever talk to a person who uses a urinal ever, you need to understand that they are <laughs> coated in piss head to toe, because oh, you yeah. get such severe splatter that it's all over their hands, uh, it's all over their crotch area, their pants, their shoes. They are covered in pee at all times. I really hate <laughs> to be so explicit, but it's true. Anyone who uses a urinal is just coated in pee, and 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 I think this is. That's universally true, by the way. It doesn't matter what you do. You can at most wash your hands, but you still got it all over your pants and your shoes. Um, this go- this is the same situation where I think pretty much, like, I think almost every guy on earth is going to have the situation like you described where you get the dribble. I get the dribble frequently. And it happens way, if, if, it's, if you're not one of the people who gets the dribble, I assure you that anyone who else, anyone who does, it's not like, a, a once a month thing it's it's possibly <laughs> once a day at least a couple times a week um so you could just I, do, like <laughs> any man is just just a disgusting I mean, walking ha- piss have, have you ever have you ever got like enough dribble and it spreads enough that you're like am i still peeing like what is going on like no. i need to stop everything <laughs> no that's <laughs> never happened right to me now. paul no, i'm not I'm, okay i'm not saying like literally like fill your pants kind of thing but like more <laughs> than just like a little dot nah, shining through i'm usually just i'm usually just dabbing it i'm i usually just get a dot <laughs> uh, i probably have like colon cancer or something but uh, go <laughs> colon ahead. cancer oh my god where are you what is your pee come from are you good you got more problems than colon cancer if that's the situation you're dealing with. Well, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I feel like there's some kind of condition that causes like urinating problems with men. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's a <laughs> prostate cancer. Uh that's the one I was looking for. I I knew it was something in that area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Um boy. Yeah, I I think I I think uh Man, I hope this is funny enough to justify the entire just disgusting tirade we've yeah, been on. Yeah, you were like, I'm going to edge on this. I'm like, you ever pee yourself every day, Zach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't – I think that this maxim, shake it three times and you're playing with yourself, is obviously it's complete bullshit, and I disagree with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I really would like to take a poll. I've never brought this up to anyone ever before. Um, so I thought naturally live on a podcast is the best way to do it. Um, I'm curious to see. I'm going to start asking guys that I'm close to if, if this is something that they adhere to or that they even remember. It's never been enough for me. Three times just simply it doesn't cut it. Um, perhaps my pee is my, my piss is too viscous, which, by the way, viscous piss is the best punk rock name I have ever heard in my entire life. Viscous Piss is the best band name any but, anyone could come up with. I mean, it's a good band name, but I, I don't know that I'd have a high opinion of the band off the offset, honestly. But <laughs> it, it makes me <laughs> deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I, maybe I have like a, a increased surface tension in my urine or something due to some sort of peculiar <laughs> chemical makeup. I, I don't know. I just three isn't enough for me. Um, I got a hit. I'm probably hitting at least five. <laughs> Uh, and perhaps like, that's another thing is maybe I'm just, I'm being too ginger with it. Like maybe whoever came up with the shake it three times, you're playing with yourself. They're just, they're just like whipping really, that around me. Yeah. It's like a helicopter down there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really need more data points. I'm going to actually start asking other guys what their shake strategy I, is. I love that it legitimately describes the conundrum that you had to that you could bring up the surface tension 
of your urine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a common concern for many men. Now. Is low uh, is high surface tension in their urine? It's a sign of mm. high cholesterol. Um, I'm just here to say I'm, I want to end the stigma, the undeserved stigma around shake quantity. Um, uh, but that that kind of concludes my rant. If anyone listening who has a penis uh, has any thoughts and would like to share them, I'm I'm all ears. But uh, I doubt anyone's willing to uh, express that information so willingly as we have been it, today. <laughs> if there was any doubt in the minds of our female audience that men are absolutely disgusting, just I feel pigs. Like eased all doubts. Uh, because like, I I feel like there's definitely some women here just screaming. In, into the void because you're, you're hearing us after we've talked about this you idiot uh they're, <laughs> but they're, they're screaming nonetheless why don't you just get paper like uh toilet paper and wipe it but we can't we can't be bought we'd we would sooner accidentally have visible urine seep through our pants than we would actually just go use some toilet paper to clean up i mean also say what you will it, it's not that toilet paper at a urinal is not available they don't have toilet paper, yeah. toilet paper or urinals. So, um, it, at best, you can pull that maneuver in a stall if you're standing and peeing in a stall, which rarely happens. Which, which also, the, actually, you bring up a good question. Are you just gonna walk over to the stall with your dick out in a crowded restroom? Like what? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so that that's an extreme example, Paul. But I think it's funny enough just to imagine somebody at the urinal zipping up, buckling up, and then turning around and walking into a stall. Like, hey, bud, you can do both in there. You don't have to. You don't have to hit one than the other. Both is allowed in the stall. <laughs> You don't have to empty the tank before taking a crap. <laughs> that is all I have to say, and and it's already way way more than it should have been. So, Paul, if you have any other thoughts on it, then by oh, all man. means take it away. But otherwise, I think that it's wisest for you to just transition to your own topic. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Yeah, I don't. People already know too much about how disgusting I am, so I'm, I think I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to move into my topic, I think, uh, <clears throat> which today, Zach, is Instagram accounts, specifically like meme accounts that are private and request and force you to request to follow them before you can see their content. I'm here for this. Oh, I know man. that this is this has been an extreme pain in your ass for a long time, and I'm so happy yes. to hear your thoughts on it today. Yes, because you've complained about it to me personally, frequently, it, it, yeah. and you've always reserved your main commentary for the show, which I appreciate. Oh, and I now have. I'm excited. Oh, to hear I have. It. it has been building up. I am furious. Uh, well, let me just give some background. If we have any listeners that live under a rock or have never experienced Instagram or don't have any friends who love them enough to send them memes. Uh, what you should know is that uh, Instagram is unique from other social platforms and that there's really no share. There's no natural sharing functionality like you can't on Twitter. If there's a meme someone likes, they're probably going to retweet it, um, which incentivizes uh, accounts to be public because you can't retweet the tweets of a private account. Um and then more recently in Twitter, I think people have started, at least with some of my friends, we've started, uh, you will direct message some of your favorite joke tweets or something um, and share those. But because because, because the almost all accounts on Twitter are public, there's almost never an issue of like, oh, I'm trying to share this with you, but you can't see it. Um, Instagram, not only does it not let you retweet but it, it creates a situation where the way that a lot of pe people who heavily use Instagram, the way they share what they consider to be funny posts on Instagram is they, they send it via direct message. And the meme accounts on Instagram have realized that there is no promotion for them in like someone retweeting or sharing one of their posts almost exclusively the way for a meme account to grow on Instagram is to, to to have direct messages sent. And so they all, I don't know how they all decided this, but they all decided they would become private accounts so that you have, if, so, if your friend sends you a meme from that page, then you have to request to follow the account before you can see what they've sent you. Now, here, do you experience that very much, Zach? Yeah, I do. Um, 
and, and what I what I usually do is just not respond to the person who sent it to me because I really don't give a shit. I, I don't want to see your shitty ass meme on Instagram. I don't care. Yeah. I, memes memes aren't funny. I don't like memes in general. I've talked about this before, um, and I don't especially care for the ones on Instagram in particular. There, there's something. I mean, there's something about the ones on Instagram that particularly bother me because there is not a hint of original content anywhere. Right. It and is so, all just screenshots of tweets. It's like, what? why are you here? <laughs> just go to Twitter. <laughs> my understanding is the reason why all these stupid-ass accounts are on private is because it's very easy for them to get taken down for copyright and things like that um, because oh, really? of that exact reason. I don't know if that's true, but that's how I – that's my impression. That would make sense. And, I mean, there used to be a period of time where there were more, like, meme accounts on Twitter, which basically meant they would copy and paste posts from other people. And, and Twitter did some kind of – full purge of these accounts like they don't really exist anymore like there's still people that copy tweets but they're not just like accounts based on at at least as many on the premise of copying tweets Um, they're based on fake women with gigantic breasts oh that's the that's the thing about specifically twitter is if you ever see a tweet that's like like moderately funny but somehow has like hundreds of thousands of likes and retweets and you notice huh the profile picture looks like a really hot girl i guarantee you the entire account inexplicably is all stolen tweets all under the premise of it being a hot girl so that people will like fall and be like oh like this is a funny hot girl it's 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 like some sort of russian bot it's like a severe issue on twitter it's very peculiar it's hard to put into words about how weird it is it's the way we're describing it doesn't make it sound viscerally uncomfortable right but when you go to the profiles you can tell it's there's something extremely it's just so about it yeah um and it's a very prevalent issue we're not talking about twitter today but that's just kind of a funny yeah that's a whole other topic my it is it truly is so here's the thing uh for some reason, there are so many of these Instagram accounts. And here's the thing. I used to get mad at um, at, at the person sharing. I don't really get mad at the person sharing anymore because, like, every American has the right to consume memes at their convenience on the <laughs> platform of their choice. I believe that's the First Amendment. <laughs> it, it really is. It's at least, like, a bullet point on the First Amendment. <laughs> um, and, and, and truthfully, I've come to realize if someone is sending me a meme on Instagram – it, it, it is a compliment. They think it's funny. It made them think of me. I take that as a compliment, um, even if they have put me in my personal hell. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so here's the thing. First of all, all I, I want to just characterize this for you. That they're all one, I feel like one of the most famous accounts like this is called Fuck Jerry. Uh, and I don't yeah. even want you to bleep that, Zach, because that's what it's called. And that I feel like... It needs to be known how evil it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, you can bleep if you want. I don't care. Uh, but, um, and then there's like, they all have these just weird names, like Grape Juice Boys, just male. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up one of my accounts, uh, or on my phone really quick, because I took a screenshot. It's called 18 plus only, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point, bitchy quotes. <laughs> bitchy quotes that is uh the name of that one uh and also it says 18 plus only there's not it's not like there's like you can't put porn on instagram like what 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 are they even trying to post i don't even i don't even understand and and that's a good point actually yeah (laughs) trust me i've looked it's not there (laughs) scoured the entire application (laughs) uh and the thing is they're all the same they all list some sort of PR agency like they're trying they're claiming all these other people's content in order to like get like I don't they're trying to be an advertising agency is this how zoomers become in the advertising business they steal memes and then tell people to email them at like fuck jerry advertising at gmail.com like what what um and then <laughs> it's So, Zach, I want to give you some background. The way I found myself in this conundrum, uh, for for a few years, if a friend's sending me a meme from an account that's private, it'll just say something along the lines of, like, this picture is hidden because blah, blah, blah has a private account. Follow blah, blah, blah to see their private photos. (sighs) And, And I would just, like, say to my friend, hey... You piece of shit. I can't see that. Like, if it's worth your time, screenshot and send it to me. If not, then I'm never going to look at it. 
That's um, what I don't... No, go ahead. Well, I'll get there. I'll, I'll get there. You continue. See, here's the thing, Zach. I'm an idiot because I decided that I like a girl. And uh-huh. she... Rookie mistake. She, <laughs> I know. And she and I don't know each other well enough that I can be, hey, like, here, you piece of shit, send me a screenshot. And instead, it's like, it's early. This is actually uh, in addition to my, like, Tinder bender or whatever we called it. That's what we called uh, it. <laughs> don't act like you didn't know. That's the name. <laughs> and uh, she's someone that I matched with like a few weeks ago, like conveniently in time for us to go on like a day or two to be like, oh, we kind of like each other, but inconveniently right before a national lockdown to where I can't actually see her and get to know her well. But we still like text occasionally and she sends me memes on Instagram. And the thing is, because I'm an idiot guy who likes a girl, I'm like, well, I want to see what it is so I can like respond to it. So I right. follow every single account. <laughs> and it I can't Instagram is completely unusable for me now. My feed is just memes after memes after That's, memes. Every one of these accounts posts the same memes, the same videos, the same photos. Naturally. And, and it's and also naturally these are all specifically photos I saw at least a few days ago, if not a few weeks ago on Twitter. So it's right. it's like it's like not only are they am I double dipping from Twitter to Instagram getting the same content, and I probably at the very least saw it from the original poster on Twitter, which is a nice added bonus of like, not, like nice, you went viral and you deserve it, whatever. <laughs> um, but like, and then I I'm seeing it again multiple times on Instagram, so that is just terrible, and it's like. At this point, I guess I should just unfollow them. But like, what if this person sends me another picture, like meme from that account? What What do I even do? And and here's the other thing, I would say, I mean, these accounts literally post like twenty times a day. I would say one out of those twenty is genuinely like kind of funny. It's like, oh, this is worth my time, like to see, like sure. And those are usually the ones that get sent to me by this person. So um, at least they have good taste. Yeah, they do. They don't have bad taste. Uh, Good. If okay. they if they did, I wouldn't have even bo- started bothering following his accounts. <laughs> but, but <laughs> God, that was an aggressive but. <laughs> Nineteen out of twenty per day times like, like let's say five accounts. So we're talking like a hundred posts, five of which are good per day. That means I'm scrolling. And have 95 shitty, unfunny posts to go through. All right. <laughs> and I have, I have a couple other complaints. Is oh, if you, is that I don't so? Know if I don't know if you've ever looked at the comments on Instagram, Zach, but it's just other meme pages asking questions or trying to make even less funny jokes than the original posted joke <laughs> so that people will see in the comments, oh, look, another meme page? I There's really a drought of those. Let me follow this one. <laughs> and that's like Instagram is just a cesspool of all these meme pages that are probably run by the same person, if we're being honest. Yeah. Just like like posting the same stuff, occasionally weirdly promote each other. Oh, oh, don't we? Okay, speaking of promotion, don't even get me started on the fact that they will, half of them will just crop out the username of the person that tweeted it. It's like, all right, you're a piece of shit. Yes. And then the other, arguably, almost even more, just as bad because it's just confusing, is they'll say, like, go follow at like blah 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 and they use the twitter handle which is not the same as that person's instagram <laughs> handle yeah. so it's such a half-assed attempt to give credit it's like why did why did you even bother like why they knew what they were doing <laughs> it's infuriating and you... no go ahead <laughs> oh man i i have a couple saved images here i wanted to bring up okay okay <laughs> Zach, I, I'm sending this to you because I just need you to understand my fury. Is this, this the kind of thing that you want me to should, – should I upload this to the Twitter as this episode comes out or what do you think? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but Okay. <laughs> so it's a screenshot from this account called just mail. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, this is guy humor. Like we we post like occasionally a really hot girl but then things about guys and their boners is like Man, what they post. That is the and, worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes. Says the guy who uh, talked about piss for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but at least <laughs> the piss was not related to erections. Uh, and so <laughs> and so this picture I just sent you 
It shows a cartoon saying, ew, I stepped in shit, and then he looks at his shoe, and it says private meme pages. <laughs> and Zach, god damn it, this was posted on a private meme page. <laughs> what the actual well, fuck? Well, what are the comments? What are the comments on this? Are they all just other meme pages, or is anyone like, hey, man, what is going on? <laughs> I didn't bother to look through them. Usually you can see, like, a couple of the comments, and the, the other couple comments are just people, like, being, like, like, ha, 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 funny. But here's the thing. I don't even trust critical comments because the critical comments are also just trying to get you to come to their meme page. Right. And and what the, and the, the caption for this photo making fun of private meme pages is an advertisement. It says, finally, at first is giving the people what they want, the first public meme page on Instagram. What the hell is going – why is a private meme page – Talking about like finally we have a public meme page. I we need someone needs to investigate this. It is so sketchy. It is it makes me so like there's something there's some almost some like element of like uncanny value. Like this doesn't feel like it's a real person. No, like any if you had to run one of these counts for a day, you would off yourself immediately. It's like like a, this can't a be a real person. Yeah, it feels so bot-ish. And I it makes me physically ill. Just, like, thinking about these pages and, like, the, what they post. It's so weird. It make, I don't understand what is going on. It is just is pure chaos and anarchy on the Instagrams that, like, these pages have weirdly adapted to conform to Instagram's lack of, like, like sharing and publicity. So they, they just tag each other. It's so, so weird. It's terrible. Um, I will say that rant lived up to his expectations for sure. Um, I, I, I can't I'm glad I can tell that you're completely inundated with, with Instagram posts because I noticed you didn't like mine from March 20th. Uh, I, I did not. And let me tell you, I've, I've been on Instagram more often, but I don't, I don't even see anyone, anyone's posts. I don't even, I don't know what's going on at this point. It's just <laughs> all in God, it's it's between this and whatever the hell until tomorrow means. I, 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 who even knows what that is? I don't even know the, if I have the energy to get started on that shit. The, the do, world do, do you is actually ending. not know what that is. I, I do. In my understanding of like, if you like it, you have to. If, tell me if I'm wrong. If you like like a post that says until tomorrow, then you have to. It's like, haha, you're caught. You have to post like an embarrassing picture or something. Yeah, well, that's right. Is that it? That is right. And if while we're on the subject, if I may, just get a mini one out, okay? <laughs> embarrassing photos, pictures of you in a costume, just in a costume, not embarrassing, okay? That's just a costume. Pictures of you as a kid, not embarrassing. You may look stupid, you may look ugly. Anything pre-puberty does not count as an embarrassing picture. You can't <laughs> just have those two subjects. You have to have a legitimately bad photo for, for this legitimately bad Instagram challenge to make any goddamn sense. You cannot get away with that. That is cowardly, and and, and uh, I, I, screw you. If you posted one of these until tomorrow at all, go to hell. But at least you could have the bravery, not be such a coward as to not put a legitimately bad picture of you and instead resorting to some picture of you when you were 13. Nobody looks good at 13. And your stupid Winnie the Pooh costume from Halloween 2016? Yeah, you wore that because it was supposed to be goofy and embarrassing. You wanted that reaction. So don't act like it's all of a sudden a big inconvenience when you post it on Instagram. Also, Zach, you, I, I, yeah, I, I no. went to Instagram because I wanted to find one of these Until Tomorrow pages, and I have not found a real person's account yet while just scrolling. <laughs> I don't. I don't even understand my life anymore. This is this is out of control. I just want to. Uh, my final thought on the matter, and then we can move on, or you can say what you have to say to conclude. Is um, we mentioned it earlier, and I can't stress it enough. I don't give a shit about your page, and I don't give a shit about your Instagram DM. You got my number. Screenshot it and text it to me. All right. If it's really that funny, it's worth your effort. If it's not worth your effort, it's not that funny, and I'm not going to enjoy it that much. So there you have it. <laughs> <sighs> Paul, are you ready for a random rant? It's been a while yeah, since we've done one of these. It has. I'm uh, Zach. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I've I've been needing to complain about that. Feels like a big weight off <sighs> your shoulders, if you ask me. Yeah, and I and, and in case there's anyone listening who has sent me any meme pages in the last 
few weeks or however long. Let me just say, I'm not mad at you. You saw something funny and sent it to me. And, like, I respect that. That means you were thinking of me. I, I appreciate that. But just know that the entire concept of these private meme pages... I, I don't know, man. I, it's gonna make me do something wild sooner or later. I don't even want to know what that is. Right. It, it, it's not your fault for, for being a, a proponent of the broken system. Yeah. Um, so I, this random rant uh, that I pulled up here uh, says to read the email. And uh, so I'm, I'm pulling up the email now. It's from Travis. Travis submitted this. Thank you, Travis, for your submission. Uh, you've done, I think you submitted Mason Jars, which we've done a few episodes ago. And I believe you have a total of three. And so we've, this is now the second of three. So thanks for your email. Um, his is, it, rant, is this the same Travis that was a guest on here? Yeah. Like our friend Travis? Yes. Because okay. yes. I know that there's other Travises that uh, are fans of the show. At least I know of at least one. I, I think we're probably thinking of the exact same one, but please continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> his random rant idea is when journalists on Twitter are begging in people's replies, if they can use the footage on their broadcast. So oh I, I know God. what he's talking about, but he provided an example uh, oh example, God. a video of a dog or something goes viral. And there are 927 replies from people like, Hey, this is Cassandra from Fox 26 news in Duluth. Do you guys give us express consent to rebroadcast your video across our network of television, radio, and web properties? Thank you. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> so I love this. I, I hate, I hate that this happens, and I always <laughs> fantasize about if this happened to me. It, it, I don't post anything relevant at all. It's just dumbass jokes and videos of myself. But if I ever posted anything relevant that would cause a news station to ask me for permission, I always fantasize about just like all the creative ways I could tell them no. Um, and I don't know if it has any legal ramifications, if they really would be able to not use it or I don't know. I just would feel so satisfactory for saying no. And a lot of that stems from, I don't have many thoughts on this, but one of the first that jumps to my mind is whenever you see one of these posts that goes viral, exactly as he described and then you see somebody from a, a news agency comment on on the post and they say can we use this there's always like a hundred replies underneath it from random people across the nation's twitter that say things like yeah maybe if you give them 200 bucks or like uh like get out my get out get out they mentions broke boy or something i i love that i love that <laughs> these news representatives just get bombarded with all these people like are you gonna are you gonna pay him for it because I, yeah. I love that energy, and, and, I, and I think that that's a fantastic perspective. And, and so that's a kind of positive twist on, on this practice mm -hmm. that is, frankly, pretty annoying. Yeah. I, but before, before I completely shit on the media <laughs> and these people, I do want to say there are some circumstances where I see this, and I think it's a good thing. Like, like an example, I think, would be something more newsworthy not really related to entertainment where it's like like oh hey here's another camera angle of that controversial like the police were arresting someone or treating them poorly and like we got it on video and the news is like hey can we broadcast that that's one of those things where it's like in my case if i was the one who somehow captured that video i think it's a good thing because it's like the whole point is you want it to reach more people to like spread like to help share the truth of what happened or something in like a controversial, like, like what happened here kind of national thing. You know what I mean? Very like, like good in, devil's advocate. I know exactly what yeah, you mean. And, that and is a so very good point. I, I have seen it in those examples and in those examples. It's one of those things where it's like that person posted it hoping that more people would find it not for like their own sake necessarily, but just like people need to see that. I, I, the one example that keeps coming to mind is something related to police brutality. Cause I've seen that happen a few times. Or like something like, like something like a like I don't know if you want to use that example. If you do, go ahead. But something like a like a, a hurricane or something, and people have footage yeah, of the yeah. hurricane impacting their neighborhood or something. Well, yeah, it's like it, like you want people to see that so that they can know. Man, I should like what can I do? Like, can I donate money? Can I volunteer? Like you want that to get out, not just for your own benefit. So I think it's good whenever news organizations volunteer that. But you and I both know. This is not what Travis is talking about. Right. And this is not what's happening nine out of ten times on Twitter.com, which is that <laughs> there's some bullshit video of someone's dog or 
I don't, I don't know. Someone is doing some little fun dance routine with their parents in quarantine. The news is like, shit, we don't got stuff to show on the 9 p.m. show tonight. Like, like, hey, Cassandra, get on that Twitter and find someone's video to add to our news segment. <laughs> like, it's just like, like, is this really all you've got? It's it's it is one of those weird things where it's like if if I posted something purely for entertainment and the news was like, hey, can we like repost this? And like give you credit, like in my mind, if I posted it so that people can see how funny I am, it's like you just giving me credit. Like, why don't you retweet, like just retweet me so that like more people find like the original account instead of like adding steps where people have to like, like no one who's watching ABC News 8 at 8 p.m. is going to see like at Zach Pack 3 posted this video and be like, you know what? <laughs> Based on this one piece of content, I bet he's a good follow. Let me create a Twitter account and go follow just him. Like that's not happening. Thank anyway. you for the shout out, by the way. You know my for some some reason you know my handle by heart, which I appreciate. For some reason, as if you don't announce it like every show. Hey, you know what? I've only done it twice in thirty-seven episodes, Paul. So, well, I thought I'd give you a shout out. Yours well, sounds more exciting than my at Messman Paul. It's just. Uh, (laughs) but it's just like what am i really gaining from like letting them do it especially for free like if this is going to be good content that's gonna bring viewers like why should i give this to you for free but on the other hand like why should i really care like i'm never gonna say no in that position frankly because like if they do it when i said no it's like am I really about to like hire a lawyer or something? Like I cannot be bothered to like make a fuss about this. Right. I, I, uh, this is almost like the official way the the official version of what we were discussing just earlier. Right. Of, uh, content being taken and then repurposed elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, they just kind of go about it in a more official capacity for a more official use. Yeah. Um, Which, like, I appreciate that they ask, but it just looks so weird because they're asking on the lamest stuff. It's like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Ellen Show segment quality material, that, which is an absolutely an insult. On You know what? You know what? This is a whole other topic. But the flip side of this is the people who share it and immediately are like, everyone tag Ellen so I can be on Ellen oh, for God. having the most generic dog the world has ever seen. It's like, yeah. are you, like, are you serious real- right now? That's... Are, that's just as bad as the news segment asking is someone posting and within minutes of posting being like, hey, Ellen, look at this. Like, you need to have me on. Like, my goodness. Very I, good point. No one should be on the internet. No one should want any attention. Everyone should stay in their dark hole of sadness and loneliness. That's all I've got to say. That's what we've learned today from our rants about Instagram and Twitter and all of that. By the way, Travis, I uh, did Google. Uh, in your example, you said this is Cassandra from Fox 26 and it- Fox 26 News in Duluth. I googled Fox 26 Duluth to see if you went to such level of detail in your joke that that was a real news station in Duluth. It's not, unfortunately, so I'm disappointed, but Fox 21 <laughs> does exist in Duluth. Um, just thought that was fun. I, I was really hoping that I'm glad you checked case. on it. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to... If he put... Because that's the kind of thing that I do is I like to really put in authentic details like that in, in jokes that I write. Uh yeah. For no reason, for nobody to understand. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't want that to kind of fly over my head and not oh, yeah, yeah. give it the time. Yeah, it's just, unfortunately, Travis uh, doesn't have your attention to detail and will only <laughs> slightly hold that against him. It's fine. You, you said it, not me. <laughs> Speaking of you saying things, Paul, I think uh, you should go ahead and, and, and give us your positive rant. Oh, I should. Um, and man, it's... <laughs> I'm glad to move on. I'm tired of being mad. Uh, <laughs> we've got <laughs> enough bad going on right right about now. <laughs> we, we do. Um, for those of you who have listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard Zach uh, make slight jabs at me for coughing all the time, and he has to edit those out. <laughs> and uh, and we've we've gone so far as to be like, you know, Paul, you might have asthma, and I've just been like, haha, yeah, my doctor says I do, but like, who's to know? Uh, well, you know, with. With, with an illness that's floating around that you may have heard of uh, that attacks your respiratory uh, system, I decided, you know, I, I may, if I do have asthma and my doctor suggests I try out an inhaler, let me just give you a shot and see what happens. So I took my prescription from October uh, and somehow the pharmacy still fulfilled it and I got an inhaler. And let me tell you, 
I am not exaggerating when I say that this having an inhaler has legitimately like changed my life. <laughs> there you go. And I know it's it's incredible that it took me this long, and now I keep on like having flashbacks to like you know I used to be like an athlete in high school like. What, was I just like pushing through asthma and like, <laughs> yep, this is what it takes to be an athlete. Like, <laughs> apparently I was. Everyone um, else is this miserable. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and that's the biggest part about this is if, for me. So for me, it's more of an exercise induced asthma, although it might be more than that in the sense that I have had a cough for like six years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, it's one of those things where it's like for the past However long I'll I I tried to run because I'm like this is a good way to get in shape and consistently after about ten minutes of running I am like like breathing heavily don't have enough oxygen in my body and I've just kind of always assumed like man I'm just not in good shape I'm not a good runner and that's why I can't breathe after ten minutes if I would just <laughs> get in shape I would be better at running <laughs> and you know now that I have an inhaler and use that before running. I did. I did not know it was possible to run and not hate your life afterwards. Like I, <laughs> I could go on runs now and be like, "Oh, I've caught my breath, and now I feel good after running." Like I'm not coughing for <laughs> like an hour and and dying at home following a run, wondering why I hate my life. It's it's incredible. I'm very glad that the, that you've made this discovery. Yeah. Um, you'll find that hopefully the, the case it is because I have asthma too. I don't know how severe yours is because we don't really have a fair baseline right now. Cause you've been doing, it's been untreated for years, but yeah, <laughs> um, mine has actually gotten a little bit worse as time has gone on. Um, interesting. Yeah. Which is interesting. I will say that the more that you exercise and stuff, I guess with the proper medication, or maybe this is what happened to you in high school, even without the proper medication, is you'll find that it gets it it gets you naturally get it gets better, mm-hmm. like you uh, you improve through continually forcing yourself to ex- power through that exercise induced asthma. But it's not something that's not to say that that's a, a cure. You've got to have the medication <laughs> yeah. to get your foot in the door, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> and I mean, wh- one of one of the biggest things for me has been I I don't know if you played sports in like. Uh, I don't know. At any age, as a youth, a little bit like a, a thing that I'll have you know that you. I was the Saint Anne's most improved middle school boys basketball player. I did every word in that sentence was out of order. Saint Anne's <laughs> middle school boys basketball most improved player two thousand eight. I'll have you know. Wow, I I'm glad you had me know that. Uh, and but a, a common thing for coaches to tell you while you're like being forced to run because you like didn't listen to them or something or because they want you in shape or whatever reason coaches have for you run is they would tell you not if you're out of breath, not to like lean over your knees, but to put your arms like hands above your head. Cause it's supposed to like open your airways. And have you, have you heard that before? Zach? I've heard that. I, I've never found it to be effective. I don't know what they're talking about. That's and, never and so worked that's, for me. That is the funny thing is I've always been like, these people are full of shit. Like it helps me way more just to lean over my knees and like, <laughs> like, like squeeze my lungs together to make them function more <laughs> productively. Just and force the air out. What's like a funny is, so I've been running some more just around my neighborhood because we're not allowed to leave the house. Uh, fun times we're in. Uh, but <laughs> um, what's been wild is if I'll take like uh, if I'm running, I'm like I'm gonna like like walk for a minute that'll get back to running for the first time in my entire life because i'll like use my inhaler a little bit before working out if i put my arms with my head i actually can breathe successfully and like recover more quickly and so now i'm like were they actually onto something i've never experienced that in my entire life and so it's it's changed my entire perspective on uh exercise in general and so yeah so just in general apparently i had asthma that went untreated for most likely years, but at the very least, I had no excuse since like October when my doctor was like, "Hey, I think you have asthma," uh, and thank goodness it's finally being treated because uh, my life has dramatically improved from it. Well, congratulations! I'm happy to hear it. Stay thank healthy. You, thank you. We, sir. We're at higher risk for uh, COVID nineteen. That that you know, you know that's something that has dawned on me. Like you know, I definitely have asthma, and uh, definitely at higher risk. So that's that's a fun realization to have for sure. 
I think the severity of our uh, our asthma isn't <clears throat> to be a of an extreme concern. I hope I, I don't really know anything about what I'm talking about. Just something oh, to be aware, either. be safe. Yeah, I mean, wh- part of the reason I didn't think I had asthma is because my my picture of asthma in my head was like you're like a you're on your first basketball team in fifth grade, and there's the one kid who like has to have his inhaler or he will die. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about? There are people it's like, like that. I'm not one of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not either. Either. But my point being, like in my head, asthma has always been like a oh, if they like <clears throat> encounter any pollen in the air or run for three minutes, they will start wheezing and their lungs will close up. And that doesn't happen to me, so I guess I don't have asthma. But <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've learned that that's not the case. Uh, there's <laughs> there's more to it than just instant uh, exercise induced death. Well, here's to new beginnings. Oh yeah, um, I want to talk to today about uh, an unlikely topic: uh, yard work. Okay, uh, and because I really can't think of a better time to talk about this than right now, when we're forced to be inside for <laughs> um, such a significant portion of the day, if not the entire day, especially considering how nice the weather has gotten lately, which is just such a tragedy. Um. And I know that this take is going to quickly change, and I'm going to regret saying what I'm saying today once I get a house, whenever that may be. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I really miss doing yard work. I miss hmm. having an excuse to be out in the sun and um, you know get a little bit active without actually working out. Uh, yeah. When, when you finish, you feel like you have something to be proud of. You have an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. My question for you is, because uh, you live at home, right? I do, yeah. So when is the last time that you've done yard work? That is a good question. Is um, it is it recent? No, because... So my parents moved houses from, like, I was in the same childhood home for all of my childhood through, like, from the time I was born until I was 18, went to college, and then immediately when I went to college, my parents moved and the place we live in now like doesn't really have much of a yard at all. And what little yard it has, my parents just go ahead and hire someone else to like mow the yard. And then like, there's other yard work to be done, but it's almost like a hobby of my parents. So it's like, I'm not necessarily doing them a favor by doing it. Right. Um, and so I haven't really done yard work. I did a little bit at a duplex I owned in college station. Um, just to take care of it a little bit. But, but the last time I extensively did it was probably like senior year of high school back when I still like mowed the lawn and helped out with different things in our backyard. Yeah, me too. It's been years. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I just wanted to say, I kind of miss it. I kind of miss it as, um, something to do, uh, outside. You feel pride when you're done with it. It's some, taking care of something that you own, uh, mm-hmm. being the house. And, uh, I know that all this is going to mean nothing to me once I get a house and I'm going to hate every second of it. Uh, but it's been a long time since I've gotten to do it. And I, and I would really just, I'm so desperate for a little bit of outdoor time. Uh, I would kill for the opportunity to do it now, but uh, I don't have a yard. I live in an apartment mm-hmm. one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it is one of those things where like <laughs> once I have the responsibility, I'm sure I'll, it, I won't enjoy having to do it, but nonetheless, like there is something satisfying about, like just ha- having something responsible for, and then just being able to check off the box, like all right, I did that. Like there's something pretty satisfying. In right, there. right. That's all my thoughts on yard work. Pretty quick topic, but I thought it was apt given uh, yeah the circumstances. There's lots of things like that that you wouldn't realize that you miss until you can't go outside. Right. This is really bringing out the. Uh, I mean, there's so many negative things we could talk about. There's a lot of positive things that we could talk about simply because we just uh, kind of took them for granted in, in the moment. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But I, I don't even like going like out to like clubs. Like I like bars, but like clubs, but like I would kill to be able to go to like a club with people right now, which is so out of character. <laughs> <for me>. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. I, I miss that whole, the whole thing. We'll be there soon. We'll get there. Eventually there are going to be sports on the TV someday. And, and Paul and I will grab a drink uh, at deep Ellum. Uh, brewery oh, someday man someday um one can dream until then you're just stuck with us on the podcast so um thank you for listening to uh today's episode for joining us for episode 37 
this is going uh, to do it for us for today. Um, once again, uh, please like us on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes. You can also leave a rating and review there uh, if you'd like. That would mean a lot. We'll read your review on the show. Uh, and then you can find us on Google Play, Spotify, and Overcast, as well as Twitter at Not All Bad Show. And uh, my Twitter is at ZachPack3. <laughs> I guess I'll plug. I'm at Messman Paul. I've I've posted some things that are moderately funny recently. If you care about that, I've been this isolation, <laughs> the social distancing has got me on a real creative bender lately. I've I've seen that. If anyone in our audience for some reason is hesitant to check out Zach's Twitter uh, because he's off putting, I I understand. <laughs> but uh, you you should check it out nonetheless because he's trying a little bit too hard to promote it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is going to be so annoying because like 95% of our uh, listenership already follows me because I know them personally. Um, What's even the point? Right. <laughs> um, and you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Like I said before, if you want a random rant idea to be read on the show or if you want to be a guest because you're cooped up, cooped up in your apartment and have uh, no one to talk to. Uh, and then finally, I'd just like to ask that if you like what you heard today, it would mean a ton to Paul and I if you told a friend about the show. Uh, we seem to be uh, kind of growing at a, at a nice little steady pace, and uh, that would be fantastic if you were a contributor to that growth. So uh, just let somebody know that you like what you heard and, and where they can find the show. Paul, any uh, any final thoughts? You know, that I think that's going to do it for me, Zach. It's going to do it for me, too. Uh, this has been episode 37 of Not All Bad, and I'm Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening.